This video is the third of a five video series shot by the staff at Frederick Douglass High School in Kentucky, one of the top programs in the state of Kentucky. Uh, this one by the de defensive backs coach, Jordan Pruitt, does a great job diving deep into split field coverage. If you want to see this or anything else we've created, check us out at clinic.chiefpigskin.com. Thank you for joining. Uh, my name is Coach Jordan Pruitt. I'm the uh, defense back coach at Frederick Douglass. Um, pretty lucky to be on a great staff with a lot of great players. We've had a lot of success here, but I've also coached a lot of other places, and I've coached all, all different sizes of schools, all different sizes of rosters. I've had 125 guys. I've had 25 guys on a roster. Um, so what I'm going to talk about, I'm probably not going to focus on <clears throat> a ton of exactly what we do, as much as the concept behind what we do and try to get that to apply to what where you are in your own program. So hopefully this can help you out a little bit, uh, but we're talking split field coverage and the idea behind that, um, as far as putting ownership on your players and adjusting everything you see, uh, that those concepts work middle school football all the way up to NFL football. Uh, you're giving you guys on the field tools to adjust to what they see. That's the idea. Um, I'll start. <coughs> Uh, this is uh, my contact information, so you got my Twitter handle, you got my, my email. Uh, that's on the last slide as well, so if you miss it, we'll come back. But I'll go ahead and jump in. So, first things first, you gotta, you got to speak the same language, okay? So, uh, around here we call it talking bronco, okay? So, you may hear me say some terms, and I want to make sure we know what those terms mean. Uh, so, before we start, uh, we are a 3-4 defense, Okay? Means we got three down linemen, okay. We got four backers, we got four in the secondary, um, and we're a field and boundary defense. Um, we run a lot of tight front, we run a lot of reduction, um, <clears throat> so we're rushing, rushing four from different places, and the coverage is all tied to that, okay. Uh, but the field and boundary part is pretty critical to how we're, how we're setting this up with split field coverage. So, if you take a look at the board, <clears throat> we're, we're trying to get lined up faster so we can identify some things. So I want to talk about order of play, and I teach our guys this early, 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 because you got to get lined up to be lined up to play ball. Um, when we call the strength, we call the strength to the field, so to the wide side, right, arrow there, the wide side. And they can do that without ever seeing the offense come out of the huddle. If you're getting up tempo, you're already there waiting on them. You're there fast, okay? Because they know right away the field side, I've got a field corner, I've got a strong safety, I've got a sandbacker, I've got a mic, and then our end travels to the field as well. Nose stays nose, he stays in his zero. And then to the boundary, that's the short side of the field, um, we've got our wheel, we've got our tackle, okay, our jack, free safety, and a boundary corner. Right? And, I, and I consider these different positions, strong, free, field, boundary, corner. Um, even at small schools, I, would, I can identify differences in, in the DBs and who plays what the best, okay? And that, that builds into what we're about to talk about um, because you can train these guys up to be a little bit more specific to what they're going to do, okay? Um, so let's talk order of play. First thing's got to happen. Somebody's got to decide what the wide side is, okay? So field left, field right. That could be this human, could be this human, could be that human. 
up to you. Okay, find somebody who's capable of doing that. Really, the only, only prerequisite of that is they got to be loud. Okay, and if he says field left, I need the dude over there not to argue with him. That can't happen. Okay, if he's wrong, he's wrong. Because if we're all wrong, we're all right. Okay, so right now, this is a field left call. That means if a strong goes there, free, uh, field corner goes there, Sam goes there, Mike goes there. These guys all know they go travel to the boundary. That happens fast, it happens automatic. If that doesn't happen, none of the rest works. They've got to get lined up fast. Now, benefits to this, they can line up before the offense does. You, do, you aren't waiting for them to give you a formation and then trying to flip. That's really difficult to do, and it limits what you can do pre-snap communication-wise. By going ahead and taking this off their plate, we can add some things later that'll help us out. Okay, so that's the first thing. They got to they got they got to make a field call. So right now it's field left. The next thing that needs to happen is they've all got to snap eyes to the sideline. They're going to get their signal. Okay, whatever signal we give them, we're going to give them a front call. We're going to give them two different coverage calls. We're going to give them here's what you use if it's two by two. Okay, here's what you use if it's three by one. And in those calls, we build in the adjustments for everything else. So we teach them how to do those things versus two by two and three by one. Um, two by two is not just you know, two splits on each side to us. Anything less than two, less than three receivers, we'll consider two by two. So that could be a pro set, that could be wing T, it could be single wing. As long as there's not three receivers out there, the two by two call is what they use. Okay, and we're, gonna, we're working on that mostly today. Um, in 30 minutes, I probably can't get to our three-by-ones. At the end, I've got some contact information. I love talking three-by-one checks. We use a lot of them. We can, we, I, can, I can do that with you, with you personally. Um, they've got to identify, after they get their call, is it two-by-two two or three-by-one, okay? We're gonna start talking cover four first, so I need to identify what that means to us first, okay? Cover four for us <clears throat> really means we're gonna show too high, and we're gonna make a call on each side that is independent of the other side, okay? And those calls are gonna be put on the two safeties, okay? And a little sidebar on safeties real quick. I'm big on identifying who that person is, intellectually as well as physically, okay? My favorite guys to pick, to try to train up to be safeties, probably did not play, play safety in middle school because they weren't asked to do these things. The guy I always try to identify to play these things, Every team in America, every eighth grade team in America has a quarterback who gets put a whole lot on him. That kid, he learns a lot of football. So almost always try to identify quarterbacks, guys that may not be the varsity quarterback, that guy, because he understands ball, okay? He's, got, he's gonna have to identify some things. So that's my sidebar on safety. I'm big on who that is. Um, here at Douglas, we're blessed with a lot of, we've had a lot of good ones. We've got guys at Baylor, we've got guys going to UK, we've got a lot of guys. Right now, I'm very blessed. I've got four that probably won't have to pay for college. But that always hasn't been the case. I've also been at really small county schools. The eighth grade quarterback, who, who, was not, who wasn't going to be able to throw well enough to be the varsity guy, he made all district as a strong safety. That, that, that guy can help you out, okay? Because he understands ball and he's going he's gonna to get what you're talking about. Okay? So, cover four for us just means we're going to make a call on both sides, these two humans are in charge of what the coverage is on that side, okay? Now, for us, and I think this is pretty universal, the most dangerous thing in cover four, no matter what you do, is gonna be a post ball. 
if you're if you're lucky enough to log in early and you saw Coach Skinner, you probably saw a lot of post balls. He was killing people with post balls last year. You've got to have some sort of post defense. Okay, for us it's cover three. I'm going to show you how we make that split field coverage as well. So that still builds into the idea you can play two different things at the same time and have a post safety. So everything's going to look like cover four, and we're going to spin to the post. Okay. That protects you because pre-snap, it all looks the same, but you might be in post defense. You might be playing this on this side, that on the other. It can, it can be very multiple and very tough on the guy up in the box, not to mention the QB who's trying to figure out what's going on. Okay, so he's going to have a hard time figuring out exactly what you're in, and you're making two calls. Okay, all right. <clears throat> and I've already talked a little bit about two-by-two two versus three-by-one. Those things are very, very critical, very, very simple. So there's millions of formations in football. If they can figure out, are there two receivers or three, they can do this, okay? Can they count to three? They can do it, all right? So why split field coverage? Built-in answers, built-in answers. And formation recognition, those two things go together. The best offenses, in, in my opinion, I'm a defensive guy, I have been my whole career, you know, a, a decade of coaching defense. But I've been doing so, have studied a lot of offensive football. The best offenses do very few things but they show you a ton pre-snap. So they make it really hard to line up to you. So they may run power out of 15 formations. But you always run power, but it's hard for you because it looks different every time. So how do you make a call that's the best for that? Can you change it? Can you change because you saw this on the sideline? Can you yell at the perfect call? You can try. But if they're doing any kind of tempo, if they're very good, you ain't going to be able to do that. Okay. If they change tempo and they change formations, your guys on the field have got to be able to make, have got to have built-in answers, and they can't be coming up with it on the fly either. You're talking about teenagers. Okay. They can't decide on the fly, oh, I'm seeing this, this guy as a wing, that means, that might mean this, I'm going to make up this language here on the back end, and we're going to figure it out. That's a good recipe for, for six points. You've got to build in the answers in the base call. So you're calling one thing and he sees this, he sees a wing and he says, all right, that means I do this. And now he's in the best position to do it, okay? So just by identifying, that helps. Now, the third bullet point there I think is huge, huge. You've got to build in ownership with the defense. Build in ownership. You don't want <clears throat> there to be a situation where the, like, the kid doesn't trust what you're calling. Okay, that's a good, good way for there to be six points. If the, if the call covers everything, it, it's put on the, those guys on the field to identify how that call applies to what they're seeing. Okay, you build in ownership. That way you've got, you've got vested interest in the guys on the field and making cover four fit all the things or cover three fit all the things that needs to fit. And also, you need to take time in meetings to put some ownership on them. Okay, and if you're not meeting with your kids in a classroom, you need to. Okay? If you're not quizzing them online, you need to. Okay? Just about every football team in America has a teacher on staff, and you did not make it through the last year and a half without learning how to do some quizzes online. Okay? Throw up some screenshots, quiz them, make them answer. When I see two by two and they got these splits, I need to be in lock coach or palms or two read, whatever you want to call it. Whatever you think it is, Make them say it, make them do it. When our guys come in the meeting room, we'll come to classroom like this, so like in the summer, when we're in camp, we'll, you know, we'll, we'll lift and we'll, we'll do special teams meetings, we'll, we'll go out in the field and we do position meetings, like 
all those things we build into the schedule. That position meeting, when my guys come in, they come in the classroom, they come up on the board, and they'll see a formation. And I'm going to put somebody on the spot to come up here and write down the calls on both sides. And ain't nothing like a good little, good little pressure in front, of, front, of, front of your peers to get you to understand, I need to look at this before I come in. So they understand what they're doing. Okay. Uh, fourth bullet point there, never being a bad call. If you're called just to everything, you're pretty good. You know what I mean? You can always fall back on your call. Now, on Sundays, we'll come up with all, all sorts of cool stuff. But at the end of the day, if we have any trouble, we're going to fall back on our base. And our base is going to adjust to everything we see. So it's not going to look the same. It's going to be one call, many looks. And that last part there, teach the game. So don't teach your guys to, to play a call. Teach your guys to play football. So that way, whatever you're doing, whoever you're seeing, they can adjust, they can play. They understand ball. Now, that's one reason why I talked about identifying players back here who like football. Usually, if you played like, if you were the guy uh, playing quarterback in middle school, you like football a lot. You probably get hit a lot in, in middle school. Okay, Those guys like contact, and they, like, they understand ball. All right, let's get to cover four. And I hope to get to four and three in my time here. But I'm going to talk about a toolbox. So cover four toolbox. This is what we teach our guys early, early, early. I teach it to freshmen early, and we, we just keep hammering. Make them identify all the time. When you're walkthroughs, make them be loud. Make them make the calls. Okay, so, and I'm going to teach you what we use. We don't use all these every week. Some weeks we don't even use the rules the same. Okay, <clears throat> we may say, all right, this week we don't need this one. Just use these two. All right, that's... That's, that's you, that's, how, that's, that's coaching, that's preparing. Okay, so if you're looking at there, you're like, hey, one call and he's gotta make five different things. Maybe not, probably not, okay? But you can, it's available, it's in the toolbox if you need it, okay? So first thing they gotta do, talking, I'm talking safeties in general here, because we've already got lined up. Okay, fall back to that order of play. So they've made a field call, they've got the call, they've identified where's two at, where's three at, then they, then they execute the call. They've got to make it loud, and the guys who, who need to know need to identify they did. So one thing I want to, I want to add to that. So if I strong say to you, and I'm about to talk about palms, if he calls palms, I need to see on film that the field corner and the Sam linebacker tap their hip, okay? Well, whatever you want to do. We, we do a tap the hip. That tells me when I, when I look at huddle and I see if something happens, and this hopefully is more practice than games, you, you can look back, if there was a bust, well, my field corner never tapped his hip. He didn't know what he's playing. That's, a, that's, that's how six points happen. So show them that. Make them understand when there's, a, when there's a bust, it's almost always because you didn't get the call or you were trying to do your own thing. If you get if we're on, if, even if he's wrong, if we're all wrong, we're all right. Play the same call. All right, so now they need to identify where two is in relation to one. The first thing I want to talk about is palms. Uh, it's commonly called two read in other places. Um, basically, we're reading two. So when we want to do this, and why he would call palms. So I'm going to do palms on the field side here, just by strong safety. If there's a threat for one and two to switch, they're close enough they could switch. Or they could be an out and a go, whatever. It could be bubble. They're close enough, they could come off the ball and swap. We're gonna make a palms call. The rules on that is we're gonna read two between this human and this human. This human here, he's gonna be a what we call a two drop. 
That means he's going to drop to two, and he's going to see three through. That means he gets hands on two. If two's out, he can carry. If three's out, he's got to take three. So he's two drop. He does that in several of our calls, so it's a little easier on our Sam. These two humans are reading number two. There's a lot of ways you can go about teaching palms. I try to keep it really simple. If you're going to do, if you're going to have a toolbox, you've got to keep things simple. He can do three things. There's a million routes. Okay, our wide receiver coach is up next. He's going to teach you a bunch of million routes. He can do three things. He can go up. He can go out. He can go in. You know, posts, digs, slants, outs, uh, snags, all those things. Up, out, or in. That's all my DBs need to know. Did he go up? That's a vertical. If he goes vertical, I got two, I got one. And we need to find a vertical. Anything with a vertical stem past the linebacker. So that means if he post, that's an up. I got it. Safety's got it. If he digs, okay, that's still an up. If he goes out at a deep route like that, still an up. Vertical stem, we call it an up. If it's a corner, still an up. Did he try to cut in before that backer? That's an in. He's going to come off of that, in, 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 and then he's going to, he's going to zone his quarter. He's going to zone his quarter. That one's easy. If he's got a shallow, same thing. Those are ends. Anything back or depth or below that he tries to go out. So we're talking bubble, talking arrow, talking outs, any of that kind of stuff. That's an out. If he's out, corner takes it. Okay? Commonly called a trap corner. Commonly called a trap corner, two read. So palms, he can take the two out. Now, if two is out, safety knows I'm over one right now. Because a lot of times this is accompanied by one of these. So he has, he's got to know my angle, if two is out, I've got to get over one right now. And then we adjust anything else. That's palms. And like I said, if you are you know, watching this clinic, there are tons of, of, of information out there for palms. Obviously not the first person to ever tell you guys about palms. Um, so I'm going to go through that fast. If I, if I go too fast on those things, you know, contact me. I'd be at the end. We can talk, we can talk through one of the calls. That's easy. You know, the second thing. So notice I defined everything there by backer depth. If they are stacked or tight, this became real popular last fall, stacks and tights. They could, they could switch really at any depth because they're so tight. Okay. So a lot of times if you get guys that are stacked, you'll get stems, maybe, maybe a scissors look, or maybe you're going to get switches, those kind of things. I really don't want to hamper my guys with saying you've got to stick it if it's past backer depth when they're like that. So you need another call. We call that a buddy call. So instead of palms, then we call buddy. Buddy means it's the same as palms, but we're going to switch everything no matter the depth. Switch everything no matter the depth. Now, those two things, it is extremely likely we've identified that thing on a Sunday going into the week. Listen, we're going to need a buddy call this week because they run some stacks. Or, <clears throat> this is the guys, this, they get it out quick. It's going to be all palms calls. Don't worry about the buddy call. But that depends on the length of drop, how much time they have thrown at those kind of things. Do we need both every week? Probably not. Probably not. But we want both in the toolbox early. Okay, now... The next one that goes in, this is the one we like to play the most. 
If you're uh, familiar with like uh, uh, Narduzzi when he was at Michigan State, a lot of the rules come from that. He's at Pitt now. Um, we call it lock. Okay, it's press four is what it is. So when we get a lock call, we play press, and then we play. We can, we ran down between eight to ten. Right, and on the oh by the way, on the depths on palms, we play looser on palms. So we're going to go field corner. He's going to be at seven yards, and our safety needs to be ten to twelve. So a little bit more depth. I always like to tell my guys, if you're if you're curious, it needs to be ten or twelve. If he runs like Coach Pruitt, make it ten. Okay, if he runs like our guys, make it twelve. Okay, so a little bit of difference there. Now we run a lot of press, and a lot of guys aren't comfortable with press. This is the one we use the most uh, because we are we drill it a lot. I don't have the drill work in this presentation for press because that'd be a whole whole different thing by itself. We spend a lot of time on it. Okay, if you want that stuff, I, we can help you out. I'll show it to you. But the rules are if one and two are far enough apart that I don't think I can get over one on a vertical. Okay, so there's, they're spread out. You're talking about inside hash, outside numbers kind of deal. If he goes vertical and he goes out, he probably's not gonna be able to get there. There's gonna be too big a window. So we're gonna make a lock call and that tells that corner, I now have all of one. And if one of my corners ever says, if I ever say coach, or if I ever say corner, what does lock mean? If he ever says it's man to man, that's wrong. It's all of one. He's got to speak Bronco. Whatever your terminology is, make them use it. Make them say it. Okay, so all of one to us means I have everything he has except for an immediate under. So if I'm immediately under, then I zone my quarter. Everything else, he's got it. And we teach him how to do that out of his press technique. That's, that's all of our indie drills is him in press. So he's going to do that the most. Anything else he's got, vertical, post, uh, comebacks, whatever. Now, the beautiful, about, beautiful thing about press, you eliminate a lot of what he can do by, by his release. If he inside releases me in press, it's either a dig or post, pretty much. If he outside releases, it's a go, it's a comeback. We've eliminated a whole bunch of routes because I'm up there already. When I play off, now his stem is going to mess with me. He can do a whole bunch of things. So I like press because it makes it actually easier on corners. Okay, so my safety, he now has two up or out. Up or out. So he's going to, he's going to stick on number two, anything but an in. And that <clears throat> will include that anything at back or depth. So if he gets a slant, he can come off the slant because the back, he'll run into the back. Okay, so that is lock. And notice that's all on one side. All on one side. The other side, I'll talk about the other, the other possibilities here. A lot of times you get this more in the boundary. If we get a tight end, we saw a lot more 11P, particularly in the playoffs, we saw 11P and 12P more than we have. Um, this, this, we use this stuff against spread, wishbone, um, you know, two by two, anything we use against it. It works with it all of it. But if you have a tight end or a wing, we call him, he's in the core, he's attached. We want to make what's called a hammer call. What that means, the hammer call puts our safety into the fit, okay? Now, in the years we've been, we've been open here at Douglas, our safeties are always in the top three in tackles, and the hammer call is one of the biggest reasons why. Because if they're going to add blockers into the fit, we need to add tacklers into the fit, and they're never accounted for. Okay, they'll draw up... 
every old, old guy in the country will draw up power. You know, nobody's ever getting that safety. They never, they never even draw an arrow to it. So when we get a hammer call, it works a lot like uh, what we call, what you, what you probably refer to as robber, but I'll go corner out first. If we get a hammer, he's the, his job is the same as lock. And I'll ask my corners, what's your job in hammer? You'll say all of one, coach. That's, he's got to answer all of one. I don't want to hear that he's man to man. I want to hear him say, I got him unless he does this, all of one. So we're speaking the same language. All right. Now, what he's ta who he's talking to here, this is our, our, our boundary outside back we're calling Jack. If he gets a hammer call, he now has two out. I have two on an immediate out. So an arrow he's going to carry. You know, if you, can, if you see like a, uh, like a bounce route, like on a boot or anything like that, he needs to carry that. So he's going to be in a nine. He's going to get hands on. He's going to take him out. If the safety reads two is out, I'm robbing one right now. I'm robbing one right now. Because a lot of times if you get immediate out, what are you getting behind him? Curl. So I'm getting underneath one right now. And he knows his, his progression on this. This sounds like a lot, but it's very, very simple. Two is out. My eyes go to one. It says a release in, then I'm under it right now. If his release is outside, say we got this. Remember I told you press corners can tell you a lot by the release. Outside release, my safety's going to be no help. He, he can't get there from eight yards because I've got him sitting at eight yards because this is more of a run look. At eight yards, he's not getting over once. That corner knows I'm by myself on an outside release. Inside release, I got some help. He knows this right now. Vertical, he's not got there. He needs to snap his eyes back to the field because a lot of times if you get an out here, you have a crosser coming back from the other side. Okay, got a crosser coming back from the other side. So that progression, we're just working with him. Seven on seven, check their eyes. You know, <clears throat> don't... If you, you know, change where you are when you're teaching DBs and just watch how their eyes progress. Okay. And, you know, and try to, try to know what's coming. Check the script. So know what's coming. When, when those kind of things are coming, check his eyes. Is he, is he following progression you teach him? Okay. Now the reason for having a hammer call, one, you could, you could run into a pick on curl flat. That's nice. You might get it on, on the crosser late. You might get the dig late. Those are all nice, but most of us play teams that run the football. If anybody's any good, especially in November, they better, they better be running the football some. If they're putting an extra blocker in the fit, it's probably to control that guy. Probably. That's a trigger right now. I'm fitting off him right now. And I teach him, I don't teach him gaps. I teach him fit off of your jack. Fit off your jack. That lets them play games with this guy a little bit. That lets him, if he's wrong, he's right. So if he gets reached, I'm outside of him. If he gets blocked out, I'm in the fit right now. And that's why those guys get so many tackles, because ain't nobody accounted for that guy. Make your, make your safeties tackle. Make them be good tacklers. All right, and on that note, the last one there is what we call commando. If you get a nub, what I'd call a nub, Say we got a tight end and we got a wing. Still on the front side, he can play lock, he can play palms, whatever's appropriate there. On the back side, and then this is this, 
another popular um, concept this, this fall, teams are getting more back to tight ends and wings, particularly spread teams, because they can run the football a little better in it. They've added another, another hat in the box. We need to do the same. So how do you adjust without changing your call? You need to make your base call fix it. You need to make your base call fix it. So what we do is we make a commando call. So our corner is gonna be four by four. We're gonna tilt him outside it. Safety is gonna be about eight, okay, still eight yards. And they're gonna read these two humans right here. Our jack, we can play games based on the call. We may reduce him, we may not. Uh, this one, let's just assume where we have it. But they're reading these two humans. And they're gonna play it exactly like we do palms, except there's gonna be no pedal. Gonna be no pedal whatsoever. They don't have to drop because these two humans should not run by my DBs. If they put them as tight end and wings, they should be big humans, okay? So they should be able to flat foot this and play it as they come. So if they want to throw out of this and we get something like that, corner's got the out, safety's got the up. And we teach it very simple. Corner, you got first out, safety, you got first up. They can do whatever combination they want. Some of, one of these dudes is going out, one of them's going up. Okay, whatever they want to do. Okay, it could be that, could be that. First out, first up. Could be a bunch of things. So as it, when you're setting up your defense, don't worry about all of those things. Just teach them how to fix against all the things. Okay, you can't teach them all the route combinations in the world. You can't. There's too many. Offense coach is too good. First out, first up. Now, like I said though, the reason they do this is because they want to run the football. You teach these guys, commando starts with a C, so it's corner force potentially. If we have multiple down blocks, both these guys are down in any way, corner, come right now, safety secure. Opposite of that, if they're both out, safety now is in the fit, corner is secure. So you've got a, a, fit, a fitter and a secure guy for play action, those kind of things, okay? That's your cover four toolbox. That's your cover four toolbox. And I think I'm, am I running close to time? Keep going? All right. All right, so we're going to talk cover three, two, and I'm going to go faster through cover three because we've only got two different looks at it. Okay, that's, that's just what I had up there on the board. Like I said, different calls on both sides. They're independent of each other. And if you're going to run a lot of cover four, I suggest having some sort of change up with post defense. And what we play, we play it both ways, okay? And what I mean by both ways is we're going to play strong and weak three. Strong and weak three. We've got different names for it. Um, but <clears throat> cover three is pretty universal what cover three means. We're going to have a post safety, and we're going to have corners responsible deep thirds, and you're going to have two guys responsible for curl flat in your hook zones inside. In our case, we're going to reduce one. He's going to come down for curl flat. So we're going to spin one and we're going to drop one. Okay, now, that is pretty universal how people play cover three. You know, somebody's in the post, we got guys in thirds, we got curl flat players both sides. For us, we would call those area rules. It means we're going to play zone, traditional cover three. Traditional cover three. This is strong three, so we're gonna reduce the sand. He's coming, he's coming outside. So now we got a four-man rush. He's rolling down curl flat. It means he's got dropped inside of two, curl flat, corner, 
is going to drop deep third. Free safety roll post. Jack to the batter. He's our curl flat guy. We cook deep third over here. Both sides on that, remember, this looks pre-snap exactly like our cover four look. Exactly like our cover four look. Now, we're going to add a little bit of complexity to it. Both sides can have two calls. So this is just traditional cover three that I talked about with curl flat and deep thirds. We can play mass rules fairly easily just by adding a little bit of technique in our indie time to our safeties. Match rules do this. If one and two are split, he has the ability to call match. What that means to us is he rolls down outside of two, outside leverage, outside foot up, five by one outside of two, and he now has number two up or out. Man to man, up or out. He's coming off of in, of in the ends. If my corner here's match, he now has all of one. Now remember, we already taught him how to do all of one when we did block and we did hammer. So now there's multiple calls. He has the same thing to do. So it looks like a lot of stuff. Corner's got to play all one. He knows this. He's already been taught this. So that's nothing new to him. This technique can be taught pretty easily. There's a little, there's a progression to it. But he's now, you now have a man, a cover one look to this side, so to speak. And you're coming off of unders which is the weakness in cover one. You don't want to chase, chase unders because then you get rubbed and those kind of things. Any under, so if you're under here, that's gonna, that's gonna be a zone, zone, zone. Everybody now plays zone on the inside. They know they, know they have guys coming. So in and in or zone, 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 however you want to make, make your uh, communication work, those things trigger these guys so they, got, they know it's gotta be zone. Otherwise, they're gonna play man. Now the beauty to this is on the boundary side, this is our Jack. This is a, a, a larger human. He's better at pass rushing than he is covering. That's why he's playing outside backer and not safe to your corner. We probably don't want him playing a ton of match. He's going to play area. He's a traditional cover three curl flat guy now. So he's dropping curl flat. He knows it's area. So I know I got to get him on a divider. I got to see release of one and two. If I got verticals, I got to split them. If not, I got, I got deep third. <clears throat> that part's pretty easy. Okay, now we can do the same thing and roll a weak. Same call going the other way. So if we want to go weak three, bring the jack reduction to the field here. Now, strong safety roll post, free safety roll down. He's got to make a match or area call. If we're rolling the free safety down, I'm really going to encourage him to make a match call. Otherwise, why roll him down? Because you want that guy to be your match player. He's going to make a match call that puts him all at one to the field side. Now we've got a player who may or may not have those skill set. If he doesn't, that's fine. Make an area call. Every outside backer in the country should be able to play curl flat. Otherwise, it shouldn't be playing outside backer, right? So he can play curl flat. That tells him I'm now deep third and I'm rolling post. And now we've spun both ways and we look exactly the same pre-step. So very simple, and you've, you've heard the same terms. That's why it's real important to have a, a common language. So you can build on it and have different things going, and it really be pretty simple for your kids, okay? There's a look at our cover three stuff, a little bit of drawing what I got on the board probably. All right, uh, and, I, and I'll wrap it up with this. Things I didn't get to. I did not do three by ones. We, had, we carry quite a few three by one checks. Um, we, we carry different ones every week based on what we see and what they're good at. 
Um, we have answers to trips. We believe in having answers to trips. Everything's got a built-in empty check. I did not have time to get that or quads. Uh, quads was a bigger thing last fall, so we had to have some answers to quads. Um, the drill work for all these things, particularly press coverage and match, I've got those things if you want them. I can help you out. We didn't really have time to do those today. And positional needs, like I said, identify what you need out of each position and teach that. What do you need out of this position? Identify them early and teach it. When I identify a freshman, like I said, I like, pick, I like plucking the eighth grade quarterback the best. When I identify him as, as a safety, that guy we're going to dress in the playoffs. And we don't dress a lot, of, a, lot, a lot of guys in the playoffs who are freshmen here. He's going to dress because I need him to learn all the things my older guys learn. Okay? That's important. Same for this guy. And the last thing, and, I, and I'll leave you with this. If you want all this to work, take a look at the picture on the screen, have a good pass rush, and then it'll all work, all right? Uh, give me an email if you guys need me. Hit, hit me up on Twitter. Appreciate you guys. Thank you all.